0: there. last podcast got ruined. We're listening to this awesome uh, White House for Sale report.
1: Page report accusing Donald Trump of taking I'm se- Michael, Michael Bobak Legal AF. We learned two things from the House Democrats on the Oversight Committee releasing their 136-page report accusing Donald Trump of taking $7.8 million at least, including $5.5 million from Chinese, while he was in office, violating the Emoluments Clause of the Constitution because he lined his pockets um, while he was in office. We learned two very interesting things in that 136 pages I want to focus on on this particular hot take. One, we now understand, understand why on January 1st, one of Donald Trump's many unhinged, hysterical tantrums related to Joe Biden's purportedly uh, obtaining money from countries like China, particularly, and the Ukraine, all completely um, unsubstantiated, all completely debunked no truth in it whatsoever, but it was sort of a head-scratcher. Why is suddenly Donald Trump saying, if I don't have immunity, Joe Biden doesn't have immunity, and he should really worry because he took money from the Chinese, linking somehow through Hunter Biden having received some money for lobbying and then repaying loans to Joe Biden because he owed his father money, and that somehow is the same as the $8 million that Donald Trump took and his family took while he was in office.
0: Brother, this is called Dems put the screws and diapered on with his own secret record
1: from these foreign countries that was not um, allowed or permitted under the U.S. Constitution. That was one. It now explains the madman ranting because he knew or should have known that this 136-page report was going to be coming out. A report, uh, which, by the way, I just I'm going to get to the nitty gritty of the report in a minute. But I just love the, the just love the poetry of the title of the report. <laughs> it's entitled "The White House for Sale: How Princes, Prime Ministers, and Premiers Paid mm. Off President Trump." It's mm. a lot of peace mm. in a staff report dated January the fourth. So <laughs> three days earlier, Donald Trump obviously getting wind of the fact that this report would be coming out directly linking him through his own accounting records that were prepared and maintained by Mazars, an outside accounting firm used for 17 years by the Trump Organization and Donald Trump personally. He knew that was coming out, so of course he wanted to light a fire in the corner to distract and uh, divert attention away. The second thing we learned from reading the report, or I did anyway, is that I, I think I pieced together where the... House Democrats, in writing this report, got the Mazars' documents. The Mazars' documents were the subject of a subpoena by the then Oversight Committee led by Democrats, except the, by the time the court order came out, we always thought that this particular judge in the D.C. Court of Appeals was trying to do a solid for Donald Trump and help him out, because he sat on the request for like two years, and then by the time he issued his order, there was a changing of the guard with the new election. And James Comer, for the Republican MAGA, who took over the Oversight Committee, basically killed off the subpoena and told Mazers, oh, yeah, there was all that litigation for two years, and you almost had to produce those documents. But we really don't see any interest in the Mazers documents. So where – here's the mystery – where did – They, the Democrats, in writing this report, get the Mazars' private personal tax information and accounting records of Donald Trump. I wonder what case is going on in America right now in which Mazars was subpoenaed for their records and used against Donald Trump in a fraud case. Right. The New York Attorney General civil fraud case for over a half a billion dollars that's about to go to final judgment by Judge Angoron later this month. They got those documents from Mazars over a year and a half ago, and I'm sure they have shared them with the House Democrats appropriately, properly. But that's where uh, you would get it from Mazars. I doubt Mazars
2: turned them over voluntarily. And just to remind everybody... Marvin Bragg.
0: Tish James. Willis F-A-N-I, and I
2: Black Excellence.
1: To tell people for the first time if they've never heard this mazars was the accounting firm for more than 17 years not just for all the trump organization entities which are the subject of that persistent fraud set of claims in the new york attorney general's um, suit in new york but also did the taxes personally for donald trump and all of his kids <laughs> and then and then when the new york attorney general turned up the heat with all the evidence against them and said well you're either a participant in the persistent fraud, or you're a victim, I don't know which, but you better turn over all your documents. They fired Donald Trump as a client (laughs) and the Trump Organization. Not only did they fire, they did it uh, noisily because they sent out a a warning label to the public that said none of what we've done over the last 17 years in terms of auditing Donald Trump's finances can be relied upon. It's completely unreliable. (laughs) You know, at least the last 12 years of their returns. So Mazar doesn't want any, doesn't want to touch uh, Donald Trump with a 10-foot pole.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm sure they didn't, however, voluntarily turn over to the House Democrats. Then again, Letitia James, New York Attorney General, under no such obligation. And I believe she turned him over, and that is the basis I... My guess, my very decent guess, as to where they even got the data to prepare the White House for sale report. But now we now we understand when, why. We're going to put it up on the board here. Remind you what Donald Trump did. He did so many crazy, mad as a hatter things on the New York on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day. And one of them was this entire argument that uh, if I don't have absolute immunity, so doesn't uh, Crooked Joe doesn't have it either. Uh, that, here's a newsflash: I want to live in a country where all presidents and former presidents don't have absolutely absolute immunity to immunize themselves from their own criminal conduct. That's the world. Call me a cockeyed optimist. That's the world I want to reside in. Okay. So I don't really see how that's a that's a bad thing. Secondly, he said. Uh, um, he said there's actual crimes committed by Joe Biden, foreign countries, including China and Ukraine paying off Joe Biden, you know, peace out, MAGA 2024. That's usually how he hits his, his, uh, social media posts. And we are all like, is that just another crazy, you know, um, sort of kitchen magnet
0: say poetry
1: peace out. word salad thing from Donald Trump in the middle of the, middle of the day or the middle of the night. Now we know. I assure you he was tipped off that this massive report was coming out against him in which they have the receipts. In fact, they even say we have the receipts. I'm going to read to you certain really uh, fascinating provisions and re- and uh, statements and um, findings by this committee. And you can go find it yourself, too. Go to oversightdemocrats.house.gov oversightdemocrats.house.gov and you will find the White House for Sale report. Now let me read you from the forward in the beginning by Congressman Jamie Raskin who's the ranking member on the committee and a constitutional scholar in his own right on page three. Drawing from actual receipts and records and using the most conservative possible accounting methodologies, White House for Sale documents how, as president, as president, Donald Trump accepted more than 7.8 million in payments from foreign states and their leaders, including some of the world's most unsavory regimes. By elevating his personal financial interest okay. in the policy priorities of corrupt foreign powers over the American public interest, former President Trump violated both the clear commands of the Constitution and the careful precedent set and observed by every previous commander in chief. Article mm-hmm. 1, Section 9, Clause 8, we refer to it as the Emoluments Clause, forbids the president to accept money payments or gifts of any kind whatsoever from foreign governments and monarchs unless he obtains the consent of the Congress to do so. Yet Donald Trump, the forward continues, while holding his office, used his business entities to pocket millions of dollars from foreign states and royalty and never once went to Congress to seek its consent. This report sets forth the record showing foreign government money and all the spoils from royals we can find pouring into hotels and buildings that the president continued to own during his presidency all in direct violation of constitutional prohibitions. To be sure, the report continues, we know all about some of the payments that passed into former President Trump's hands during just two years of his presidency from just 20 of the more than 190 nations in the world, just four of his more than 500 businesses obtained. Despite the Constitution's requirement that a president disclose foreign emoluments and seek Congress's consent, uh, it took Oversight Committee Democrats years of aggressive litigation against the former president to obtain the subset of documents from Mazars, Donald Trump's accounting firm, that formed the factual basis of this report. Right. And then in January 2023, Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer made the outrageous decision to release Mazers from having to continue to comply with the committee subpoena. Uh, But they got him anyway. And that's the New York Attorney General link that I outlined earlier in my odd take. It is also true, the report continues, that $7.8 million that lined Trump's pockets is almost certainly only a fraction of Trump's harvest of unlawful foreign state money, but this figure is itself a scandal and a decisive spur to action. They continue in the report to define the Emoluments Clause. Uh, an emolument is an advantage, profit, or gain received as a result of one's employment or one's holding of office, financial or otherwise. Um, when he arrived in the White House, then President Trump was not uh, determined not only to keep his well-branded global corporate empire going, but also to seize a new and unprecedented opportunity to make it even more lucrative for himself. They, they declare in bold letters in the report, the presidency became the fulfillment of a get-rich-quick campaign Trump reportedly described as the greatest infomercial in political <laughs> History. That's from the Committee on Oversight and Reform and the hearing with Michael Cohen. Some of Michael Cohen, my fellow podcaster's testimony, showing up here in the report. They go on to say that by ignoring this fundamental constitutional command, this is on page 7, Former President Trump also threatened to obliterate a critical and defining principle of American democracy, namely the strict separation of a president's personal financial interests from those of the nation. He's supposed to be a public servant after all. As this
0: report makes clear on page
1: eight, it provides a significant glimpse into former President Trump's foreign financial dealings, but not a comprehensive accounting of it. And then they go in particularly about what the Mazars report showed. Starting on page nine, they, they, and this is bullet points now, through entities Trump owned and controlled, he accepted at a minimum millions of dollars in foreign emoluments in violation of the United States Constitution. He, His businesses received at least $7.8 million in foreign payments from at least 20 countries during his presidency. Uh, these payments included... Uh, These included payments from foreign governments and government-owned or controlled entities to properties Donald Trump owned, Trump International, Trump International in Vegas, in Washington, Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue, Trump World Tower at United Nations Plaza. In other words, he required people stay in his hotels that were doing business with the government and were lobbying him. Uh, On page 10... It says the foreign nations making payments to President Trump span the globe and and include. Listen to this several of the most corrupt and authoritarian governments on earth that lined Donald Trump's pockets, including the Republic of China, Saudi Arabia, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Malaysia, Albania, and Kosovo. They spent often lavishly on apartments buying them from Donald Trump and hotel stays at Donald Trump's property, personally enriching Donald Trump while he made foreign policy decisions uh, connected to their policy agendas. And later in the report, the report actually shows you policies that Donald Trump made shaded by the fact that he put money in his pocket for these countries. The report continues, by pocketing foreign states' payments, President Trump repeatedly placed his personal financial interest and the interest of foreign wealth and power above the public interest, resulting in precisely the split loyalty between foreign power and the American people that the framers sought to avoid by writing the Foreign Emoluments Clause into the Constitution. And then they give examples of of decisions that were made by Donald Trump not to sanction certain entities or entities. These Is controlled by certain foreign powers in order to gain favor. Where, you know, for instance, he, he refused to target Chinese banks the very time that he was opening banks and uh, bank accounts in China. And China was pumping $5.5 million into his bank accounts, declaring, I love China. You know where the United States headquarters is? In Trump Tower. Right. That's a violation of the foreign emoluments clause, Trump. He, he sold apartments at discounts
0: to sick. various
1: entities like in Saudi, Amer- okay. in Saudi Arabia.
0: Don't give a fuck.
1: And that was something that Donald Don Jr. bragged about. Uh, and then, he told, then they total up in a chart identifying all the major countries in which Donald Trump has taken money from the Masers documents uh, and where that money went. China, for instance, of the 5.5, almost 5.6 million... That they spent lining Donald Trump's pockets They did it at Trump Tower Trump International Hotels in D.C. and Nevada Saudi Arabia at Trump World Tower At Trump International Hotel In Washington D.C. Qatar at
4: Trump World Tower uh, Philippines Trump International Hotel Congo Trump International Hotel Kosovo, Trump International Hotel in Washington. I mean, this was, you know,
1: that was the place he he made everybody stay in order to do business with him. And he'd ask him in the White House, where'd you stay? Trump International Hotel, right? And that's the problem here. So now we see at the end of this hot take,
4: what is the power of what the, The uh, Democrats on the House Oversight Committee
1: have done in this masterful blow the lid off of Donald Trump's violations of the Foreign Emoluments Clause, lining his own pockets. And Donald Trump's you know, uh, really just feeble attempts to distract attention from it with a series of social media posts saying that Joe Biden lined his pockets with money as if they all do it. Problem is that even if Hunter Biden You know, circling the drain financially at a certain point in his own career, got a loan from his father for a car, for tuition, for kids, for health care or whatever, and paid it back. The fact that he paid it back from lobbying or being on the board of Burisma or something in in the Ukraine, in in, in Ukraine, who cares? That doesn't make Joe Biden the recipient of a bribe directly in in violation of the Emoluments Clause the way Donald Trump is, as outlined in this report. If I were Jack Smith, I would look at this report and think about indicting Donald Trump for in, for violating the Emoluments Clause. Yeah. That's what Come I would on, do. Come on, Jack. But I think Jack Smith the Special Counsel's yeah, Office no. has its hands sort of filled right now. Its dance card kind of filled right now as they get ready for a hard prosecutor. trial for the four conspiracy counts against <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump for interfering with the peaceful transfer of power. But I don't think Come on, Jack should Smith. You know, we, we reported on parts of it on the Midas Dutch and Legal AF. Uh, shows we, we reported on Chinese bank accounts and, you know, that there was money taken in, that Donald Trump used to make everybody stay at the D.C. Uh, hotel that he used to own to the old post office. But we didn't really focus because we didn't have the numbers. We didn't have the Masers documents on just the sheer audacity of the heist in plain sight. Right. In the in the, uh, the greatest gift the world has ever seen, literally, right before our very eyes. We almost it's almost like we couldn't believe it. You know, the amount of money that went into Donald Trump's pocket while he was president. But we'll continue to shine a light on it just as the House Democrats have in one place, the Midas Touch Network.
0: Yeah, Here he needs to appoint another special so prosecutor close, to deal with 80, this 2 million free
1: subscribers. Use your thumbs
0: and
4: Violence. fingers. You
1: are the network you've been looking for. And follow me and my fellow leaders of Legal AF at the intersection of law, politics, and justice. Uh, Karen Freeman, Kniflo, Ben Mycellus, on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. on YouTube. We do a full blown one hour podcast that we call The Legal A. AI- Exclamation
2: point.
0: To appoint Special Prosecutor to deal with just the emoluments clause violation y'all, not yule. Nah, nah, nah. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm seeing a of this shit. Michael Jackson. I can perv. Take
1: it there. Including China and Ukraine paying off Joe Biden. You
4: know,
1: Uh, on January 1st, one of Donald Trump's many unhinged, hysterical tantrums related to Joe Biden's purportedly uh, debunked. no truth in it whatsoever, but it was, it was sort of a head scratcher. Why is suddenly Donald Trump saying if I don't have immunity, Joe Biden doesn't have immunity, and he should really worry because he took money from the Chinese? The same as the that was one. It now explains the madman. We'll get to the nitty gritty of the report in a minute, but I just love the, the just love the poetry of the title of the report. It's entitled "The White House for Sale: How Princes." Prime Ministers and Premiers paid off President Trump. It's a lot of peace in a staff report dated January the 4th. So three days earlier, Donald Trump obviously getting wind of the fact that this report would be coming out,
2: directly linking him through his own accounting records that were...
0: In the Sun Midas Touch Ron Philipkowski, Washington Post Opinions Politics golf, Pop Okay. Cutest thing. Oh man, I hate this song too. Peaches wanna and we're shake and your cheeks. Oh, by tree. Mazars, an
1: outside accounting firm used to. Oh, sweet. He
0: knew that was coming out, so of
1: course he wanted to light a fire the and show um, you the The second thing we learned from reading the report, or I did anyway, is that I, I think I pieced together where the. House Democrats in writing this report got the Mazars documents. The Mazars documents were the subject of a subpoena by the then Oversight Committee led by Democrats. Except the, by the time the court order came out, we always thought that this particular judge in the D.C. Court of Appeals was trying to do a solid for Donald Trump and help him out because he sat on the request for like two years and then by the time he issued his order, there was a changing of the guard with the new election. And James Comer, for the Republican MAGA, who took over the Oversight Committee, basically killed off the subpoena and told Mazars, oh, yeah, there was all that litigation for two years, and you almost had to produce those documents. But we really don't see any interest in the Mazars documents. So where – here's the mystery – where did – they, the Democrats, in writing this report, get the Mazars' private personal tax information and accounting records of Donald Trump. I wonder what case is going on in America right now in which Mazars was subpoenaed for their records and used against Donald Trump in a fraud case. Right, the New York Attorney General civil fraud case for over a half a billion that's about to go to final judgment by Judge Angoron later this month. They got those documents from Mazars over a year and a half ago and I'm sure they have shared them with the House Democrats appropriately, properly, but that's where uh, you would get it from Mazars. I doubt Mazars turned them over voluntarily. Just to remind everybody or to tell people for the first time if they've never heard this, Mazars was the accounting firm for more than 17 years, not just for all All the Trump Organization entities, which are the subject of that persistent fraud set of claims in the New York Attorney General's um, suit in New York, but also did the taxes personally for Donald Trump and all of his kids. And then and then, when the New York Attorney General turned up the heat with all the evidence against them and said, well, you're either a participant in the persistent fraud or you're a victim. I don't know which, but you better turn over all your documents. They fired Donald Trump as a client and the Trump organization. Not only did they fire, they did it no- noisily because mm-hmm. they sent out a, a warning label to the public that said none of what we've done over the last 17 years in terms of auditing. Right. Donald Trump's finances can be relied upon.
0: Yep. It's completely unreliable. Seventeen. years, you know, at least years. the last
1: twelve years of their returns. So Mazars doesn't want any doesn't want to touch uh, Donald back. Trump with a ten foot pole. I'm sure they didn't, however, voluntarily turn over to the House Democrats. Then again, Letitia James, New York Attorney
4: General, under no such
1: obligation. And I believe she turned him over. And that is the basis, I, my guess, my very reasoned guess as to where they even got the data to prepare the White House for sale report. But now we now we understand when.
4: Why? We're gonna put it up on the board here. And remind you what Donald Trump did? Because he did so many crazy, mad as a hatter
1: things on the New York on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day. And one of them was this entire argument that uh, if I don't have absolute immunity, so does not uh, Crooked Joe doesn't have it either. Uh, that, here's a newsflash. I want to live in a country where all presidents and former presidents don't have absolute, absolute immunity to immunize themselves from their own criminal conduct. That's the world. Call me a cockeyed optimist. That's the world I want to reside in. Okay. So I don't really see how that's a, that's a bad thing. Secondly, he said, um, he said there's actual crimes committed by Joe Biden. Foreign countries, including China and Ukraine, paying off Joe Biden. You know, peace out, MAGA, 2024. That's usually how he ends <laughs> his um, social media
0: posts. And we we're all like, is that just another crazy, you know, um,
4: sort of kitchen magnet poetry word salad thing from
1: Donald Trump in the middle of the middle of the day or the middle of the night? Now we know, I assure you he was tipped off at this massive report was coming out against him, in which they have the receipts. in fact, they even say we have the receipts i 'm going to read to you certain really uh, fascinating provisions and re- and uh, statements and uh, findings by this committee and you can go find it yourself too go to oversightdemocrats.house.gov. Oversightdemocrats.house.gov. And you will find the White House for Sale report. Now let me read you from the forward in the beginning by Congressman Jamie Raskin, who's the ranking member on the committee and a constitutional scholar in his own right on page three. Drawing from actual receipts and records and using the most conservative possible accounting methodologies, White House for Sale documents how as president, as president, Donald Trump accepted more than $7.8 million in payments from foreign states and their leaders, including some of the world's most unsavory regimes. By elevating his personal financial interest in the policy priorities of corrupt foreign powers over the American public interest, former President Trump violated both the clear commands of the Constitution and the careful precedent set and observed by every previous commander-in-chief. Article 1, Section 9, Clause 8. We refer to it as the emoluments clause forbids the president to accept money payments or gifts of any kind whatsoever from foreign governments and monarchs unless he obtains the consent of the Congress to do so. Yet Donald Trump, the forward continues while holding his office, used his business entities to pocket millions of dollars from foreign states and royalty and never once went to Congress to seek its consent. This report sets forth the record showing foreign government money and all the spoils from royals we can find pouring into hotels and buildings that the president continued to own during his presidency all in direct violation of constitutional prohibitions. To be sure, the report continues, we know all about some of the payments that passed into former President Trump's hands during just two years of his presidency from just 20 of the more than 190 nations in the world, just four of his more than 500 businesses obtained. Despite the Constitution's requirement that a president disclose foreign emoluments and seek Congress's consent, Uh, It took Oversight Committee Democrats years of aggressive litigation against the former president
4: to obtain the subset of
1: documents from Basers, Donald Trump's accounting firm, that formed the factual basis of this report, right? And then, in January 2023, Oversight Committee
2: Chairman James Comer made the outrageous decision to release Mazers from having to continue to comply
1: with the committee subpoena. Uh, But they got him anyway, and that's the New York Attorney General link that I outlined earlier in my hot take. It is also true, the report continues, that $7.8 million that lined Trump's pockets is almost certainly only a fraction of Trump's harvest of unlawful foreign state money, but this figure is itself a scandal and a decisive spur to action. They continue in the report to define the emoluments clause. An emolument is an advantage, profit, or gain received as a result of one's employment or one's holding of office, financial or otherwise. Um, when he
4: arrived in the White House, that President Trump was not uh, determined not only to keep his well branded global
1: corporate empire going, but also to seize a new and unprecedented opportunity to make it even more lucrative for himself. They state declare in bold letters in the report the presidency became the fulfillment of a get rich quick campaign Trump reportedly described as the greatest infomercial in political history. That's from the Committee on Oversight and Reform and the hearing with Michael Cohen. Some of Michael Cohen, my fellow podcaster's testimony, showing up here in the report. They go on to say that by ignoring this fundamental constitutional command, this is on page 7, Former President Trump also threatened to obliterate a critical and defining principle of American democracy, namely the strict separation of a president's personal financial interests from those of the nation. He's supposed to be a public servant, after all. As this report makes clear on page 8, it provides a significant glimpse into former President Trump's foreign financial dealings but not a comprehensive accounting of it. And then they go in particularly about what the Mazars report showed. Starting on page nine, They and this is bullet points now, through entities Trump owned and controlled, he accepted at a minimum millions of dollars in foreign emoluments in violation of the United States Constitution. He his businesses received at least seven point eight million in foreign payments from at least twenty countries during his presidency. Okay. Uh, These payments included uh, these included. Pay- All right, let's go on to
0: something else. Okay. <clears throat> right. It's a lovely day. Working on cleaning up my uh, ranch, cleaning up the ranch, organizing it, and uh, <coughs> planting, planting aloe in particular, but some San Pedro and um, yeah, different types of aloe. Let's see what else. What, what was that normizen one? Scheduled for... Diaperdon tries to humiliate Melania, she refuses to be named.
4: No living being should ever eat
5: processed food for every single meal of their life. So on Friday while President huh. Biden was giving a...
4: Imperative speech on preserving and
5: protecting our democracy, Donald Trump was on social media. Posting dozens of messages about a victim he was found to have sexually abused by a federal jury, E. Jean Carroll. He was attacking uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James, and he was uh, constantly releasing this video both on social media and at a traveling fascist circus event that he was hosting. And I'll explain to you how this video he's posting is an attack on Melania. The video is called god made trump this is what donald uh-huh. trump is actually posting and it tracks this yes. messaging from the far-right MAGA base that he's sent by god to battle the deep state it's like a QAnon thing like you don't get much more deranged than this and this video is so unnerving and, and sickening but there's a moment that I want you to pay attention to where Donald Trump shows in the video Melania tripping and falling and I want to explain the context of it first let me show you this video and I want to explain to you like what is going on right now at Mar-a-Lago and in Donald Trump's world so, so first let me let me show you this. Play the clip. And on June 14, 1946,
3: God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, eat supper, then go to the Oval Office and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state. So God made Trump. I need somebody with arms, strong enough to rustle the deep state, and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. What? Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame cantankerous World Economic Forum, come home hungry, have to wait until the First Lady is done with lunch with friends, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon. I mean it. So God gave us Trump. <laughs> somebody who can shape an axe, what but a sword who had the courage to step foot in North Korea, who can make money from the tar of the sand, (laughs) turn liquid to gold in a meeting of the heads of state, so God made Trump. I need somebody with arms, strong enough to rustle the deep state, and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame cantankerous World Economic Forum, come home hungry, have to wait until the first lady is done with lunch with friends then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon
0: and mean it huh.
3: so God gave us Trump I need somebody who can shape an axe but wield a sword who had the courage to step foot in North Korea who can make money from the tar of the sand turn liquid to gold
4: who understands the difference between tariffs and inflation will finish his
0: four million jobs by Tuesday head.
3: noon but then put in another 72 hours it so
0: says, God may but record elimination of rigid regulations, median household income record, 3.9 million Americans off food stamps. Yeah, because you shoved them off.
3: she's 40-hour week by Tuesday noon, but then put in another 72 hours. So God made Trump.
4: God had to have somebody willing to go into the den of vipers, call out the fake news for their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips,
3: and yet stop. So God made Trump. God said,
0: I need somebody who will be
3: strong and courageous, who will not be afraid or terrified of the wolves when they attack. A man who cares for the flock. A shepherd to mankind who won't ever leave nor forsake them. I need the most diligent worker to follow the path and remain strong in faith and know the belief of God and country, somebody who's willing to drill, bring back manufacturing and American jobs, farm the lands, secure our borders, build our military, fight the system all day, and finish a hard week's
4: work by attending church on Sunday. (laughs)
3: And then his oldest son turns and says... Dad, let's make America great again. Dad, huh. let's build back a country to be the envy of the world
4: again.
0: He must have studied so Trump.
5: Uh, so you saw
2: at the end of Nazi the video, propaganda. Right there, Melania.
5: randomly tripping and falling and Donald Trump, you know, picking her up. I mean, it's such a, the whole video is very bizarre. It's also a very bizarre sequence here, but you know, we've been covering the fact that Melania's been totally MIA. She's been absolutely missing. And We previously reported that she had renegotiated her prenuptial agreement, as reported by Page Six, uh, in order for her to start showing up at uh, at, at things. Um, so she had to renegotiate her pre up and and, and the post-nup, but has not been showing up to Mar-a-Lago, has not been at any of these events, refusing to be around uh, Donald Trump, um, as Donald Trump is at these events with Alina Abba and and hanging out with other people there. More on that in just a moment. But Donald Trump is putting that in his... Current video because there are a lot of videos out right now that you probably saw while Donald Trump was disgracing the office that Melania Trump wanted nothing to do with him at all. And most of the Melania videos of her pushing Donald Trump away. Let me show you this video right here. It's from the TikTok account known as Left Coast Chris. So hat tip there. Just take a look at this compilation and then I want to talk about this more here. Play this clip.
1: What does it take to be a shaming dancer? <laughs> it takes a mind of
0: some sort. Bag. My bag. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like
0: hair
5: The mm-hmm. moments where melania like just kind of shooed donald trump away and, and didn't want to be next to the future donald trump um and now melania is nowhere to be seen and at the new year's party for example who is donald trump hanging out with he's hanging out with a guy by the name of uh, Paolo paulo
0: zampoli
5: and who is paulo zampoli paulo zampoli uh someone who ran a modeling agency in the 1990s.
2: He introduced Donald Trump. Oh, shit.
4: modeling
5: agency in the 1990s he introduced donald trump to Melania as part of paulo's modeling agency apparently he would bring in foreign women to join this uh and, and young women uh, to join this modeling agency and then he would throw parties at uh manhattan nightclubs like the kit kat club and that's where donald trump met melania hey, at the there. kit Modeling agency, and then he would throw parties at it's uh his Trump's th-
0: visas to the United States and introduced her to her future husband at a nineteen ninety eight party hosted at the Cat club. Mr. Zampoli's parties have featured an alligator tiger cubs and models at nightclubs and kisses at fashion television cameras.
5: Clubs like the Kit Kat Club, and that's where Donald Trump met Melania at the Kit Kat Club, and uh, eventually uh, he and Melania had gotten married. So Donald Trump's taking all of these photos with Paolo Zampoli event and of course you know then Donald Trump in that period after meeting Melania he would go to clubs and and of course we know that he hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell I mean there are parties of him and Melania and Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell interestingly Epstein claims that he was the one who introduced uh, Melania to Donald Trump although uh, uh, you have uh, Paulo Zampoli claim he was the one who uh, who introduced uh, them but but, but here's the thing too if you go back and look at some of the early interviews when donald trump was asked questions uh, about Melania or was talking about Melania is very very interesting to dissect here L- let me show you this clip this is when donald trump was on howard stern and he's speaking about paris hilton who's 12 years old at the time this is like beyond disgusting donald trump is is is, is anyway talking about a 12 year old paris hilton and terms that are the most disgusting and and, and gross thing, but but listen to what he says at the end right here about Melania, and I think this is an important clue also about what's going on, don't worry, we'll we'll piece this all together, Um, he blames Melania, but watch this clip play.
4: Really beautiful,
3: really beautiful is Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, and I, I've known Paris Hilton from the time she's 12, She's her parents are friends of mine, and you know, the first time I saw her, she walked into the room and said, who the hell is that? <laughs> You she, bang her? she is a very well at twelve I wasn't interested. I've never been into that. Right, right. They've sort of always stuck around that twenty-five category. But even at twelve you were kind no, of like black. I saw at twelve, she was beautiful. But honestly, you know, Paris gets knocked and this and that. But she's very beautiful. Is she she's she dumb? As, well as, She's she's dumb like a fox. Have you seen the uh, video, the sex
0: video? That was What'd you do? Did you, did you, what no, it was event? it was just yeah, just How did you see that. that. <laughs> what did but, you do? Melania showed <laughs> to me, she, did.
3: she showed it to me. Why did you think of that? Did it's probably unfortunate, and perhaps it made. What is that noise? That's the
4: type. <laughs>
1: Staying healthy as we get older is a struggle, and nothing really worked until we found V-Shred, and we are absolutely loving it. I've already lost 15 pounds. Susan has lost 8 pounds. So if you're looking for a simple, sustainable, easy-to-follow plan, get started by taking this free 30-second quiz from V-Shred. Click that link and take
4: the quiz. Dr. Drew and my wife Susan here, we want to show you something. You've probably seen this guy all over your feet. Claiming that cutting carbs isn't necessary for Mm -hmm. weight loss. One of the biggest fitness. I, I, I think it's probably
5: unfortunate, and perhaps it may. What is that noise? That's the tape. Did you notice it at the end? It's very subtle, but the whole disgusting video, the whole thing's disgusting. But then Donald Trump blames Melania for showing him the Paris Hilton tape. He says, and it was it was her fault. So now I wanted to do some more. Kind of digging. I I, I want to get into the uh, the, 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 the psychiatry, psychology here behind all this. So I I dug up an interview from the early 90s of Ivana Trump, who was incredibly eloquent in this uh, in this interview. And this is when Donald Trump had had left her. I want you to play these two clips. First, let me play you this clip of uh, Ivana from this interview, and and she's since
2: passed uh, very tragically. Um, But let me just show you what she said. JGP.
4: This is about Donald Trump. Here,
5: play this clip.
6: Did you see warning signs? Uh, I really didn't. Mm. I really didn't. In your situation, particularly, there was another woman involved. That's very hurtful. How do you deal with that? There's nothing you can do. You just try to, you first, you try to, uh, uh, to, to patch up, maybe, uh, differences, because there might be a man, which you might be doing something wrong. This is why he runs away. Uh, you try to things, but, uh, this, in my case, it was just so clear and uh, the trust was broken so badly that i knew that it was just no way
4: mm-hmm. it could be patched
6: what do you think is the hardest part about divorce for me the hardest part of it wasn't the question am i going to be able to take care of myself because i knew that i could it wasn't a question of uh, pride per se it was, uh, for me it was a, it was a failure in something i have done maybe could avoid Because it takes two to tango, as you know. And uh, and that was the hardest part for me to really accept.
5: Let me show you what then Donald Trump says about her. Let let me show you this other clip here. Play, Play this clip.
3: Ivana would get angry at somebody over the telephone all of a sudden who was at the casino. And she'd start shouting. And I'd
0: say, I don't want my wife shouting at somebody like that.
6: Well, you know, if you go into work and if you have 4,500 employees and the vice president, you cannot be a little pussycat.
0: There was a great softness to Ivana. And she still has
5: that softness. But during this period of time, she became an executive, not a wife. So you see how Donald Trump, kind of sociopath Donald Trump, blaming Ivana, saying it was her fault because she was acting independently and she was you know, starting to do things around the business. You see Donald Trump attack uh, Ivana right there. And and you also see what now has happened to Ivana, right? You take a look right here from the Daily Mail. Um, Ivana Trump's quartered-off grave is barely visible in completely overgrown area of Trump's 506-acre Benminster, New Jersey golf course. So I think Donald Trump, in order to get tax benefits or whatever, turned Ben Minster uh, into a cemetery. But the only person who's buried there is Ivana. And then here you see how, the, uh, the, 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 how it's become overgrown with grass and it's barely visible and where Ivana is buried. I mean, this is as ghoulish and as disgusting, and especially when you saw... How eloquent Ivana was there and, and just who she
2: was. Nobody at all deserves that at all, but it kind of gives new meaning.
5: to the way all of that went down. So, so how is this related to Melania? I think the timing of this all makes sense of when, when and how Ivana was treated at that time, when she was buried, then you have Melania Think trying to very you know forcefully negotiate her prenup and in, in, in a postnup, trying to secure as many as many things as she can for Barron, especially Donald Trump's going to be facing massive verdicts and massive uh, judgments right there, and I think Melania does want to, you know, we saw her give a speech recently, um, as well. And, and, uh, I don't think Donald Trump wanted her to give this speech and she's starting to, you know, try to act a little bit independently from Donald Trump and not just go along with whatever it is that he wants. And I think she observed what happened to Ivana. And so she's kind of speaking up right now and pushing back. This was from a speech that she recently gave. I have no clue why she's uh, delivering this speech uh, at at all but she was invited to speak to a group of 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 uh new citizens and she explained how uh she became a citizen here play this clip hi i'm joe brown from accident law group for years i worked as an insurance adjuster and now i use those experiences
7: and then of course there are no ones and then of course they sound
0: kind of the same huh?
7: And then, of course, there are nuances of understanding the United States immigration laws and the complex legal language contained therein. I was very devoted, but I certainly was not an attorney. And, eventually, it pro- provide critical for me to, c- to retain counsel. I was fortunate to do so as ultimately, my journey was streamlined and brought me over the finish line as a naturalized citizen. While challenges were numerous, the rewards were well worth effort.
5: By the way, Melania's whole citizenship story makes zero sense, and I did a whole video of that. Now <laughs> she joined this modeling agency and then got the Einstein genius visa. No, none of it makes sense, but that was the last time I think anyone seen Melania was at that speech right there. And we know what Donald Trump thinks about it when it was, uh, Ivana who was acting independently. And there you have, uh, Melania out there speaking. I don't think Donald Trump wants her at all to do that. And so right now I think you have something really serious, uh, going on behind the scenes, but it's all mess. It's all complete chaos. It's all complete drama. And when you see all of these videos also, I know it's in the context, this video of, you know, Melania not speaking to Donald Trump, but, but to me, there is a major
2: issue about character here. And that, that's why I wanted to cover this story because as you, Follow
5: these different uh, uh, bits that I'm talking about here at
2: all aspects of this. The behavior by Donald Trump absolutely abhorrent. baldness doctor didn't work or something video I showed you of Ivana, to meeting
5: Melania at the Kit Kat Club, and her being a foreign model as part of this you know, foreign modeling agency, and meeting her at a place where these models would show up to meet wealthy businessmen, to how Donald Trump buried Ivana, to not speaking with Melania, to Melania not showing up at events, to Donald Trump
2: hanging out with uh, 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 other people at these
5: Like Alina Haba and you know, all these other photos that that I've been showing you, and it, it the whole thing is very ghoulish and bizarre and unseemly, and and I just think we all need to open up our eyes and just take a look at like. The heck is is going on here? The video of Donald Trump talking about a 12-year-old Paris Hilton. uh, I've shown you the other videos as as well. Trump hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein and Elaine Maxwell, which we all know. He appears on the the Epstein log seven times. I mean, this whole thing is some of the most strange stuff in the world. But that's the Republican Party today when you – Piece all of this together. That is MAGA uh, today. Anyway, tell me what you think in the comments. I'm Ben is from the Midas Touch Network and subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers thanks to your support. Thanks so much for watching.
4: We We're should only open
5: a few up uh,
2: short of 2 million subs. Please we open subscribe a bonus, right now Jeff. to the Midas.
0: Press that on.